fashion insider friends what is up this is the fashion crimes podcast where i cover all things fashion style shopping style inspiration and interview incredible small business owners who are changing the fashion industry for the better yes i'm the best friend you never knew you needed and the poster child for fashion over 40 and i mean way after 40 Say it with me, fashion and style are your friends, not your enemies. I'm Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and let's keep it real, the only Holly you need to know. Turn it up, because I got a lot to say, and I am super stoked you're here. What's up, everybody? How's it going? What's the haps? My name is Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, coming off the high of New York Fashion Week. Today... We have, you know who, she's back. What up, Nolan? Hi there. (laughs) He loves us so much. He just wants to come back and speak to us again. Today, we're talking about fashion trends, spring trends. We're also talking about Nolan's fabulous life and the future of what's going to be happening with the both of us. We got a lot of shit going on. Noli, so happy to have you back. You are back on this continent in one piece. We're so pleased. Are you still drunk from the plane? I'm not still drunk from the plane, but I did have a real Karen Walker moment. I was very drunk on the plane. (laughs) That was to be expected. Not really concerned about that. You came out alive. You came out on the other side. I did say to Nolan, how much pasta and bread did you eat? He said, I don't want to discuss it. You really don't want to (laughs) know. So as our lady about our global lady about town, Nolan just got back from Milan Fashion Week. We're 80 percent happy for him. And, you know, we just thought we'd do a little recap of what he saw and what the trends are and what he's loving, what I'm loving and what's going on and what you guys should be shopping for and what you should be looking for. So, Nolan, please enlighten us on how chic and Nolan did call me twice from Milan three times. And he's like, everyone's just so chic. Everyone's just so chic. There are no words. It was kind of funny. Holly was with me during New York fashion week. And I, um, I went out with a client and helped her pick out an outfit for something. And the next day she's like, Oh, I'm going to Milan. I was like, Oh, good for you. She's like, no, I think you should come with me. And I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. And the next day, a member of her team just emailed me, (laughs) um, (laughs) a fabulous plane ticket and a reservation. Only Nolan, I swear. Only uh, me. Only you. Yeah. She's like, no, seriously, and you should have come with me. And I was like, I will be there. Amazing. I mean, and just it was, incredible. It was so fabulous. I, the people, the shopping, the food, the hotels. I love that everybody, not everybody, the majority of people in Milan, especially the nicer parts, it's just that everyone gets dressed up for everything. They don't care where they're going. They don't care what they're doing. There's an effortless style about it that I just, I love. And that everyone... You know, it comes across as effortless, but everybody always, it seems like they're dressed like they think today might be their last day. So they may as well look incredible. And I love it. I, I just had the best time. And I didn't really shop all that much, you know, which I think Holly was a little surprised about. Although, I mean, what I did by myself was very nice. I bought myself a ring of Bucciolati, which was very nice. But Explain what that, that is. Bucciolati is an Italian jeweler actually from Milan that they specialize in um, sort of like engraving and like little gold work. It's very, it's very, very beautiful stuff but it is usually far out of my budget. So it's not one that I frequent, but I just, I saw this ring and I was like, oh, this is beautiful. So I bought it because I wanted something that I would have forever. That was like a token of this incredible trip. And it was exciting for me because I got to wear all, so many fun things. I wore this amazing tweed coat that was upcycled by 
friend of the podcast, my friend Jennifer, who is a genius. She distressed and upcycled this coat for me and I wore it with like a royal blue turtleneck and these like magenta pants. And I wore that. Yeah, it was amazing. I wore that to the Jenny show, uh, which was fabulous, of course. And I wore it with my like my big, you know, navy blue Dior, you know, book toad and some blue sunglasses. It was really fun. It was a good time. Tell us uh, about the shows that you saw and the designers that we don't know about. Jenny was a very, very big brand years ago in America. It's now mostly more of an Italian brand, but it really is fabulous. The clothes were sensational, the gowns especially. They did like crystal turtlenecks, all of these fabulous things. So I was dying over that. And the main purpose of the trip actually was, you know, my client and dear, dear friend was doing a shoot, a photo shoot for a magazine. And so she wanted, you know, sort of for people on deck with her. So two days, you know, were the prep and the actual shoot. And then um, we had a day of shows and a day of, um, you know, shopping and putzing around. Unfortunately, a couple of the really, you know, bigger shows that I was invited to were actually today and tomorrow, which were the days, obviously, that I was going to be back in America because I knew that if I didn't go back when I did, you know, the jet lag would kill me and I would be a zombie next week for work, which obviously was not an option. I was a bit nervous about you not coming back. If I had my choice, I wouldn't have. And I say, and I quote, this kicks London's ass. It it does. No, it really does. And I just had to say, and listen, I loved London, but I have not ever felt a feeling like I felt in Milan other than the first time I ever came to New York when I I was. You were with your, with your people, honey, with your people. Well, it was glamorous. I mean, my friend is extraordinarily chic and she wore, you know, the first day we were there, she wore this exceptional Fendi coat that we picked out together with, it's like a cardigan coat with this sort of scarf detail that's floor length. And these burgundy Amina Mawadi boots, which I did not like the boots, but she loves the boots. And the uh, Gucci Balenciaga collaboration hourglass bag. I mean, she, you know, she is fabulous. and Killing sh- it. And I mean, we ate and we ate and we ate and we ate. <laughs> ate. I mean, it was just a level of glamour. We would go to dinner and everyone would just look their best. It was fabulous. Yeah, it's not the same. Uh, definitely not the same. Europeans, they, they got it going on. They're expected to keep up a certain level of respectability about how you present yourself to the world. And they don't use excuses like, oh, I'm sitting in carpool line or, you know, I'm just sitting at home. No, they sit around in lingerie. I mean, they sit around. It's just a different mentality. It's very, very different. America's very casual. Let's just say that. America's very casual. But I mean, I loved that you got to see the shows and I love that you got to see any shows at all. Honestly, did you not go to D squared? No, because that is, again, Sunday night. So oh, unfortunately, okay. no. Um, and I actually, a, a PR company actually sent me a couple of front row seats. And of course, I don't get to go. So that really sucks. But you know what? I, um, you know, it's a lot of my relationship with them. And I think you're taken a lot more seriously when you're seen outside of the New York scene by the same people who are usually in New York, because everybody can go to New York fashion because we all live here. Right. But you know, when I went to London, it certainly solidified some of my relationships. And I think this took it even further. So that's really fabulous. And I know that will, you know, benefit me for a very long time. You were uh, in your element. Absolutely. I mean, I was just sending a friend some photos. I mean, there was a woman in like a floor length teal blue velvet duster at 11 a.m. <laughs> what is this? I love it so much. But like in the U.S., you don't say, where's she going? It's, no. oh, that she got up and put that on because, of course, that makes sense. 
Right. In Milan, it's like, she's just fabulous. No one is, it, she doesn't, no one says, oh, she's overdressed. No one says, what the hell is she doing? Right. No one says, that's weird. Everyone's just like, wow, she looks fabulous. There was another woman I'm looking at a picture right now in an orange cashmere coat with a matching scarf and these boots. I mean, and then there's another, there was an, an older woman in like a white fur coat with this huge beige bag and white sunglasses and a yellow turtleneck. I mean, it was just spectacular. And I loved seeing that people just weren't afraid of fashion like so many people are in America. I was really worried about you attacking someone in the street because every time Nolan sees someone fabulous in New York, he's like, look at her. Oh, my God. She's a, who was the news lady that I love so much? The um, yes. And her mom. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. That's Alina Cho. Yes. Alina Cho and her mother are very chic women. He saw her. Where did you see them at? Lauderay or something like that? On Madison Avenue. <laughs> and the mother is like 80 years old and has like a, like an emerald green suede Gucci bag on. And I was like, who the hell are you? Uh, anyway, they're fabulous. So anyway, it, Nolan did some trend research for us while he was there because, you know, he always likes to enlighten us with his fashion knowledge yeah. because... He is the fashion genius and the fashion Jesus, as he likes to say. So give us some 411 about some trends that you were loving and another other trends that you were like, eh, not so sure. Well, I saw several women um, and men have been doing this for a while and it's usually a little douchey for me, but like <laughs> a hoodie, a hoodie layered under a coat, which I love, you know, on a man, but it is kind of douchey. Well, in Italy, I saw, especially there was this one girl going into, I was leaving the Casa Day presentation and she was going in and she was maybe a year younger than me. So she's quite young in a leopard hoodie with an oversized leather boyfriend blazer, some very light wash jeans and a super like ultraviolet colored Birkin. Not hating it. Nolan just sent me the picture. Not hating it. Was it was spectacular. And her best man friend had on like a t-shirt, a gold chain like a mohair cardigan, these Bottega boots with like the chunky brown sole and a huge black Chanel bag. I mean, he was major too. They looked amazing. Living for it. Living for it. it. So let's talk about the lug sole boot for a second. A lug sole boot is like a utilitarian boot, like Doc Martens or a combat boot, but they're making the soles like super big, like really thick. They can be worn on men or women, but we have a love-hate relationship with those. I have some Stella McCartney boots that have a similar lug sole, but they're not flat. They're a little bit platform. Nolan hates those boots. I fucking I, hate those boots. I love those boots. I love them. Anyway. I really hate those boots. Okay. Well, they hate you too. Okay. Well, how, how do you like that? I don't need them to like me. <laughs> you know what? I need, I need the girl in the leopard hoodie, leather blazer, and purple Birkin to like me. Yes, of course you do. Anyway, so the lug sole boot is really hot right now. Anybody can pull off that trend. You can wear it with a dress. You can wear it with jeans. You can wear it with shorts. It's it's really cute. I have some Herrera dresses that, let's be honest, I got at Off Fifth here in Atlanta that Nolan was completely shouting over because they were such a good deal. And they're so conservative that I can wear them with a lug sole boot and it makes it edgy with a leather jacket. So there you have it. little style tip for you there. That's certainly one trend, but honestly, every magazine, every trend video, every forecaster is saying that Y2K is back. Y2K means bandana blouses and the crisscross blouse, you know, with just the boob. I don't even know what it's called. It's it crosses in front of your boobs. You know what I'm saying? It's like makes like an X. Yes, 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 yes. I get you what you're know, saying. 
in very low jeans, butterfly girls, butterfly tops, butterfly belt buckles. And please understand that these trends are for a much younger crowd. And so I certainly can't get away with my ass hanging out with some low rise jeans. They were ugly when they first came out. And now they're even worse because they're back a second time. But I hear it. The fashion cycle runs on 20 years. So, of course, all that stuff is back in style. But let's talk about suiting, Nolan, because that's a big trend right now. How does someone pull off a suit if they're not six feet tall and a size zero? Very carefully. (laughs) Can can you elaborate a little bit on that? I mean, a really high heel and make sure the pant doesn't overwhelm you. Yes, because the long hem is back where it's like hitting the floor and it's supposed to be like super in, but it's really not in my book. I tried on a jacket and it was so overpowering for me, even though I love the oversize. It was too big. What else did you see? Tell us more. Tell us more. Um, well, I went to the Cassidy presentation. Tell us about that. They're known for their incredibly sexy and ridiculously uncomfortable shoes called the Blade Pump. Ooh, the Blade Pump. Which they're 10 years old. That was the 10th anniversary. And they were sort of were made famous back by Victoria Beckham because the heel literally looks like a blade. It's wow. very, very, it's very tall, very thin and horrendously uncomfortable. Yikes. And we actually shot my client in a pair the day before. She was wearing them in one of the, one of the uh, photo shoots, but they're sex on wheels. I mean, they are gorgeous, but, you know, they come at, you know, obviously great personal pain. Uh, <laughs> but you, you got to be up. in it. You suck it up. <laughs> I love how men say suck it up when they're not the ones wearing high heels. I mean, you're not. Let's just be That's honest. And, for. God, I fucking love these boots. Look at these. With the wing, stop. What boots? The I'm on the Cassidy website and I'm looking at the boots right now and it has like a piece of leather that comes up that looks like a wing. Stop. Oh my God, these are sick. Okay, so you saw them and then what else did you see? They did a lot of lug sole shoes, which were fucking ugly, which were so fucking ugly. But then we went to the Double J, which I know you like. You like to love. Because they are known for their prints. Love. And it was, they have a beautiful store, um, you know, in the sort of the fashion district, the shopping district, they call it like the golden triangle of fashion in Milan. And it's just, it's fabulous. The store is beautiful. We had everything. Of course, I go with my client, my client walks in and goes, oh, I want this coat, picks it up, buys it. I'm like, we're at the presentation. We're not even here to shop. Has that ever stopped her before? No. I mean, that was the day she decided to buy another Birkin. So I was like, (laughs) okay, girl. She's like, we'll pick it out together. I was like, okay, can it be a 40 so I can borrow it? She's like, sure. I mean, I, like, I love, I, I, I don't know if it's like Le Double J or how, but I, I, I love the Like, I, I got tired of it. Uh, anyway, they have very loud prints and, and on their website, it says live like an Italian. And they have all of these really fabulous women and like everything from pajamas to loungewear and really cute dresses and learning how to raise your vibration and wearing a sweater that matches your wallpaper uh, here for that. Okay. Loving that. It's just really fun and super colorful. Ugh, love them. How much do we love them? I would have loved to have seen that. I took a lot of pictures for you. There was a fabulous coat. that was like a, a wool and felt that had like a diamond pattern in red and orange together, which is a very rare combo. And it just oh, it was so spectacular. But I mean, my client had already bought six things that day. She's like, I'm cutting myself off now because at this point, it's not special if I keep buying. Right. You went to that Le Double J, then what? Then I was going to go to the 
the Roberto Cavalli Reese, and I didn't because it was too far. My favorite part was every day we would take a two-hour nap in the afternoon. <laughs> and so we, uh, for our last night, we planned a fabulous evening. We were going to have dinner at the Bulgari Hotel, which oh, was a lot yes. more. Living for that. It was one of the best meals I've ever eaten in my life. And uh, my client wore her new her new coat, her puffer one, which of course there's a picture of me. I took it for a minute because I was cold. I wore what I call my favorite skinny outfit, which is black leather pants from Frame, a black turtleneck, and this black and red striped coat from Theory. And uh, I wore my new my new ring from Bucciolati, and I wore some um, some fun little Zara boots. And it may not be my boldest outfit, but it is my skinny, sexy, edgy outfit, and I loved it. So that was amazing. The night before, I wore this green sequin turtleneck from Zara with this like tweed and corduroy green blazer from Etro and this like olive green suede John Varvatos trench coat. That was monumental. That was your merman outfit because I say you look like a merman in that sequin turtleneck. Which was really great. My client wore a Dolce dress that she bought that, which is my favorite, is that every day she would buy something to wear for dinner that night and explicitly told me she would never wear it again. No. So the first day she bought this sequin t-shirt dress from the Attico. And when we got home that night, she goes, oh, it's dead to me. I'm never going to wear that again. Let's be honest. And so I she mean, gave what it to she... her friend. Oh my God. She is like. I mean, it was only, I mean, it was like 250 euros. It wasn't terribly expensive because it was like 90% off. But still, I just thought it was so funny that she's like, I just want to feel fabulous tonight. I want to have a good time. And then I'm going to forget about it because it's just not something I'll wear a lot. And then the second night, her friend wanted this Dolce dress and she was hemming and hawing about it. And they're the same size. So my client goes, well, I'll buy it, wear it tonight, and I'll give it to you. And then she did. I mean, loving that journey for her, having a friend like that. Amazing. So she wore it with these crystal fishnets. Oh, This like strapless Dolce dress with a slit that was like literally almost to the pubic bone. (laughs) Shooting the beef. She was not shooting the beef because of the cat suit underneath, but (laughs) it was just... It was so chic. And we went to this place called, um, oh God, I forget what it's called, but it's in D Squared's offices. This like, it's almost like a Soho house in Milan. And they have pools and a restaurant. We had the most splendid dinner. It was fabulous. Did you know I what packed- you were ordering or you're like, yes, I'll take the left yes. side of the menu? No, no, I mean, she ordered a lot. <laughs> a lot. Let's and be she's honest. Like size, she's like a size zero. So I was like, where are you putting all this? But it was just this level of opulence. It's just so rarely experienced we were eating and drinking and shopping and that night we left we go out into the parking lot and it turns out where d squared's offices are there's a design in the parking lot behind the gates there's a design museum the cavalli headquarters the neil barrett headquarters an underground armored like car park thing and a bunch of like really fancy schmancy condos and there was this huge setup that said like mfw in huge letters and so we like got and we took a bunch of pictures and it was just, it was so fabulous. And then, so that night we went to dinner at the Bulgari Hotel and I texted you the picture of the fabulous women at the table next to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were all sexed in the city up. They were like, it was Carrie, Miranda, and, and uh, well, no, Miranda didn't dress <laughs> like that. It was Carrie, Charlotte, and Samantha having dinner. One of them was wearing this like steel gray cashmere Givenchy coat with a chain belt and this bright red crocodile Hermes Kelly little mini Oh, I was like, we need to be friends. <laughs> and she really didn't speak a word of English. So when I told her how fabulous she was, she just smiled and walked away. But uh, 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 it was the thought that counts. And her best friend was wearing like a little leather, like romper situation with a little black Birkin. Oh, I'm loving that journey. Oh, and then their, their third that. friend was wearing like a tweed coat with like, it was like navy with this little pink through it. And then a hot pink Hermes bag. I was like, who are these three? 
First of all, no one has a memory of an elephant. Okay. He can tell me what I wore to fashion week, like four years ago on September 4th. Like he's got, so the fact that he's regurgitating all of these facts and these outfits that these people that he has no idea who they are are wearing. Don't be surprised. That's all I'm saying. Don't be surprised. It was the best. But I, I just love that it was so fearless. I think it changed who you are. I really do. It did. A hundred percent. It shifted a lot. Just even talking to you, you're like, ah, we're going here. We're doing that. We bought this. She bought that. She gave it away. We ate at this hotel. We ordered that. We took a nap. We drank seven bottles of champagne. Like it's just what you do. It wasn't even about the, no, because not many people, not many people have the ability to live that way. Right. And it's not even that it was the mentality of everybody. Everybody was having a good time. Everybody was smiling. Everybody was kind. There was so much laughing and so much joy and everybody was just able to be exactly who they are. And you were like, oh, are fashion shows easier to get into? I'm like, no, but people show up anyway. Right. (laughs) So the big announcement is the Fashion Crimes podcast, aka me and Nolan, are probably going to hit Milan Fashion Week next year. We're going to put that in the universe, aren't we? Yeah. And I I do really solidify my own relationships while I was there. It's a different animal, but it's not why you, you can't be wimpy. You can't. No, no way. Like, I mean, you got to commit to it. And you got like, you want like the fashion crowd there. Everyone is fabulous. Everybody is like, everybody is even like the fucking interns. Right. Right. They're wearing full sequins. They somehow have a driver and a Mercedes and they're like, (laughs) they're smoking cigarettes and drinking wine outside. I mean, I can just see it when you get off the plane. Like I could just see your mouth drop to the floor. Like I thought I knew luxury before. Um, that shit is child's play. It was just, it wasn't even just the luxury, but it was the commitment to glamour and the commitment to doing their best and being their best and feeling their best and the architecture and the art and the music and the, it, it was just fabulous. I love the juxtaposition of, you know, Milan is a very modern city, but it's also an ancient city. So you'll have, you know, the Bulgari Hotel, which is this modern limestone and glass box next to a building from 16 something. And it looks like it blends seamlessly. And you'll have someone in like a brocade suit that looks like they could have stepped out of 1650 next mm-hmm. to someone in a, in a Saint Laurent horse outfit. And, they all <laughs> and I love that. And it, everyone it, smokes, which I just think is so glamorous. Ugh, smoking is so completely vile. Ugh. Everyone's, I mean, I didn't smoke in Europe this time. I did the last time I was in Europe, but. I mean, did you cough for 20 minutes, Nolan? No, I mean, I don't inhale. I just. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Okay. It is, that that it, is funny. But you can drink in public. You can walk around drunk. It's fine. You can wear sequins to breakfast. It's just what it is. Everyone wears big sunglasses and carries overpriced bags. It's just a level of chicness that no, people- but even the bitches who clearly weren't wearing designer, but were still wearing like an orange coat. I was like, I love this. There was a guy wearing a purple, like a true royal, like vivid purple puffer jacket while he was biking. I mean, here for it. And here he was like it. 65. He looked like a college professor. Right, right, right. I mean, I loved I, it. I love it. I felt the energy ooze through the international phone to me. Your excitement was my excitement. Your win is my win because let's just be honest, every relationship you create benefits me. Okay. It absolutely does benefit. It's always <laughs> benefit. Nothing less than riding on your coattails. Not afraid to admit it at all. Not for one second. That's okay. That's why we are a good match. Any huger, there's so many other trends that are so in right now. You talked about the crystal tights. 
let's talk about the bobbles on legwear. Again, we talked about this a while back, but let's talk about our friends Mary's fishnets with all the zhuzh. Yeah, and you know what it is that it's also funny is like like your style at times, our friend Mary's style can be maximalist at times. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't describe it as maximalist though in Milan because it doesn't look like you're trying. Because everybody's at the same level or mostly. No, it just doesn't look like you're trying too hard. It looks like that's just the way it is. It doesn't look like, oh, I put on this and I put on this and I put on this and I put on this. No, (laughs) this is the way that they are. In America, I mean, I suppose my favorite, you know, the girl with the burke and I was like, in New York, I feel like you're trying too hard. But here it's like, it just blends in that you're wearing, you know, jeans and a a hoodie and leather and a a bright purple bag and, you know, like Manolo mules, the peep toe, like, what the fuck? That's how they grew up. They grew up dressing well and dressing with attention. It just hasn't really translated over to the U.S. yet. We'll see if it ever does. But for us, it does. For some people, it does. And I'm getting better about it. Let's be honest. I think it will have forever changed my personal style. Absolutely. For sure. And I mean, as my style is evolving, as it is, I think, ever changing, I'm getting the message more that quality over quantity is the biggest message that I have received in the download that I have received. Spending something more on something that I'm going to wear forever means more to me than frivolous crap. It just does. Absolutely. But another thing though, is there's some people in America who do that say, oh, I'm only going to have a capsule wardrobe of, of 20 pieces. No. Yes, I agree. But here in Milan, it seems like they're investing in beautiful pieces, but they're also, they're not not buying anything. I mean, they're buying several pieces a season, clearly, because I mean, who, how else are you going to be able to have a purple cashmere coat? You know, mm-hmm. like you're not buying that if it's your first thing in your wardrobe, but the mentality of I have it, I can wear it forever, whatever is very appealing to me. I love that. And even now, like today, it's my first day back and relaxing. I've gone through my suitcase. I've picked out four things I'm going to sell because I just don't, they don't bring me as much joy. They might be Prada. They might not, whatever. I learned when I was there, just because I like something, it doesn't matter to me. I have to like the way that I feel in it. Mm, that's good fashion advice for um, sure. And, and the one exception to that rule is one of my Alexander McQueen coats. I don't feel super good in it. Like I just don't feel very skinny in it. I think it's a beautiful coat and I look good in it, but I don't feel skinny in it. That I'm keeping, but everything else, I'm like this Etro jacket, this is going. I'm like this Moose Knuckles jacket, this is going. This Dior, this is going. Because if I don't feel good in it, it doesn't excite me. And I don't feel like I can put it with things to make it exciting. I don't think I need to have it. It's also very eco-conscious that you're doing that because you're putting it back into the universe so somebody else can enjoy it and somebody will. Well, another thing, and you and I have had this conversation a lot that I really enjoyed is that it wasn't about wearing, because you like to buy a lot of the time pieces that are knockout pieces, which is amazing because you can just throw it on and all of a sudden it's like, boom, done, amazing. But what I liked about Milan was that it wasn't just about the one piece someone was wearing that was a knockout. It was each of these pieces separately would be interesting, but fine. But it was the way that they put them together that made them so spectacular. Fashion is what you wear. Style is how you make it. Yeah, I think that the best example of that, again, is the the girl with the hoodie and the Birkin. I just, if I saw the leopard hoodie, I would have been like, oh, that's cool. Or the jacket. Oh, that's cool. Or the bag. Oh, that's gorgeous. But the fact that she had the balls to put it all together, it was spectacular. I'm still stuck on the crystal tights. Yeah, she does have crystal tights. They're pretty. I'll send you the pictures. They were pretty amazing. I mean, amazing. Anyway, our friend Mary had these fishnet tights and they had stones all up and down the leg. I'm still shouting over those that I'm dying to get. Legwear, like super crazy legwear is really in like that. Certainly the cat suit I have seen is 
really in right now. Of course, wear that sparingly. A cat suit is like a jumpsuit. It's all one piece, like a unitard type 80s type situation. I remember because I had one when I was 16. I thought it was fucking next level. I love that shit. Anyway, that's back in. Shorts are back in. Suiting, the big color pillars. Tell us about the color. Like people aren't afraid of color, right? Like you talked about the purple Birkin. And no, the there, was, there was a woman. There was a woman in a hot pink suit, head to toe, with one of the Hermes Cali. They call it a flag, which is it's one color, and then the sides are like a different, like a stripe almost. Yeah. Oh, I'm loving this. God, I'm loving this. Monumental. Amazing. Amazing. There was a woman wearing a leather shirt with a feather skirt. She looked like a chicken, but in a good. <laughs> I'm looking at her. Yeah, she that's sick. That is absolutely sick. It is feathers, honey, not like those skinny ostrich feathers. This looks like she killed a bird. But this is great. Great footage, Nolan. Do all of this so that you can post it. But I mean, um, there was a girl in a floor length head to toe like a chartreuse green suit. There are no words. It was a it was perspective altering for sure. I, I had such an incredible time. And when I coach people about, you know, you might not need this, but you set up the energy for that. And then things happen and places become available for you to go. Every time I'm like, where am I going to wear this? Where am I going to wear this? That's thinking backwards. I'm learning now as my style as, is evolving. You build a life around what you, how you want to feel and what you want to wear. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. And I'm just getting that memo. Again, we have a super secret project that's coming up that I can talk about later, which is exciting. But I'm having to invest in some pretty monumental things. And all it's making me do is want to find somewhere amazing to wear it, right? Like I have two weddings coming up and Nolan's like, oh my God, you can wear this from that. And remember how you did this? We can style it this way. So it looks different. Again, fashion Jesus. Everybody needs a fashion Jesus. That's that's what I Everybody needs a Nolan, which is how I need to turn it into a business so that I can start buying these things. Right. Exactly. (sighs) And it's just all about perspective. And if you're sitting in the carpool line, if you don't go anywhere dressy, if you get something dressy, right, then you'll find somewhere to go. It's it's just not that hard because you're going to want to wear that dress. I never forget. I saw this woman's video on TikTok. I have to post that as well. And she said, I was a broke nursing student. I saw this dress at anthropology. It was way too expensive. And then, you know, finally I got my first job or whatever the job she wanted. And she went and bought that dress. And she said, I don't have anywhere to go, but it makes me so happy. I'm like, that is the message we're sending. That is what I'm talking about right there. Loving her, loving that she got her paycheck. She spent the money, bought that dress and she looks fabulous in it. And that you just can't put a price on that. You just can't put a price on that. I mean, don't put yourself in the poor house, which I have been guilty of several times, but I just, it definitely changed my perspective on a lot of things. It really was, it was great. I really thought and enjoyed it. It goes to show you thought you found your people in New York. You don't even know what's coming. This is just the first, second International Fashion Week. What? We haven't even been to Paris yet. What? Right. I mean, but I love, I mean, I'd love to do Paris next, but honestly, I want to go back to Milan first. Oh yeah, we're doing Milan. And I love the video that you sent. I mean, because I always say that you do look like Dr. Strange's estranged gay son because you love to wear your coat over your shoulders and you do love a a lovely cloak moment. But you and Penny do look like a couple. I'm not going to lie. Oh, stop. (laughs) You do look like husband and wife. And I mean, here's this video of you guys running through the courtyard posing in front of Milan Fashion Week hashtag. I mean, I'm here for it. And we're so happy for you. We're so proud of you. 
And all in all, we're 80% happy for you because I'm going to go next year. It's going to be me and you. But think how much fun you and I would have. But I'm glad that you scouted it out. Let's be honest. You scouted it out before. Now you know what to do. So we're not the blind leading the blind. That's correct. And I want you to know I will wear your your, your sequin trench coat there. I love how Nolan's staying at our apartment and he's like, I took your scarf. I tried on your, your, your trench coat. I think I'm going to wear this today. I'm like, okay, girl. I mean, now it's not like we have enough pro- things to write about, like with the world war that we're on the brink of or anything, but yeah. I, I, I applied for another apartment when I was in Italy and they're like, hi, sorry, we got six offers already. I was like, great. Thanks. I was like, love that. Thanks. I mean, you were like a pig and shit over there. I mean, you were in hog heaven and you did fit in quite nicely. I will say we didn't know if you were Italian or redneck or from Maine, from New York. We didn't know where you're from. You blended no, I mean, in. It, it was fabulous. I had the I had the best time, and it was. We have a lot to learn from the Italians. Now I understand. For years, Jennifer's always said others oh, so much more fabulous than us. There's still, you know, is she right? Is she not wrong. I mean, she's not wrong. All you needed to do was ride a bike, eating a pastry and a beret. I mean, that pretty much. That, I mean, that would have been hold drink riding a bike with a martini. Because what, like, that's weird. Exactly. I mean, come on. Don't rain on my parade. I'm here for it. You only live once and, you know, who knows what tomorrow can bring. So live your best life. Let's live vicariously through Nolan this week. He went to Milan. We're 80% happy for him. We are going to go next year. We're tag teaming it. We're going to go global. That's all I'm saying right now. I am putting that in the universe. Our asses are going global. And we are killing it. I mean, we're, we're only getting bigger and better and stronger and more fashionable because there's nothing like, why was I wearing this when I can wear this? I mean, I'm just now getting that memo and at my age. And you know what? No, I'm not holding back. Not holding back anymore. Not feeling guilty anymore. I'm living for it. I'm going for it. I'm only at the starting line. I'm about to hit my act too. So anyway, this has been incredible. Thank you, Nolan, for enlightening us and uh, telling us about your world travels. We love you. We're back. We're glad you're back in one piece, even though you're not that happy that you're back. But I am. Listen, I, wherever I go, New York will be will always you know be my home. So listen, go get some overpriced granola and go to Bergdorf's and walk around and cry for a bit. And then, you know, we'll, we'll put that back in on our vision board. We want to go back to Milan. That's what we're going to do. That's, that's, we're here for it. Thank you so much for enlightening us. Will you come back and talk to us more about trends? Duh. Duh. Okay. This has been amazing. Listen, send us an email. Send us a smoke signal. Tell us what you want to hear. Let us know what you love. Let us know what we don't love. Hopefully you love us, that you join the Insider Bestie Posse. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter. Thank you so much for listening this week. This has been the Fashion Crimes Podcast. My name is Holly, your favorite personal stylist. And of course, the only Holly you need to know. And Nolan, my bestie, my best gay. Thank you so much. And we are out.